The NBA All-Star Game, for some, it's an absolute waste of time. For others, it's a vindication of individual players' efforts throughout the season, wherever they come from. That's, of course, why Andrew Wiggins is third in Western Conference voting. And, of course, Kyrie Irving and Derek Rose are in the top 10 of the Eastern Conference guards. Regardless, we will be breaking down who we think should be the All-Star starters this year. Uh, Varel, let's just start straight off. We're going to start with the East, of course. I that's think we where... can rattle off some, that's, some that's, of these names. That's where, the Raptors, that's where the Raptors are. Yeah. Any Raptors in your... Start Eastern Conference All Star starting lineup. Is this a comedy special? Excuse you. Uh, this we're not. We if we're taking it seriously, Raptors. Of course, we'd love for them to get in. They're never going to get in the starters. You're saying Utah Watanabe would not get in. Well, okay, okay. I for, I'd forgotten about Utah, but we have to discount him. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not everyone. Yeah, that's not fair. That, that's not everyone appreciates. No, it's when you're on that level. It's not even fair yeah, to compare yeah. to these of kind course. of bombs. Um, but I think the front court we can just rattle off, can't we? I think that's in agreement every single person. Yeah, in, in the whole of NBA basketball. So the, so the rules are, of course, for those of you who don't know, um, the with with regards to the vote totals, the top two guards and top three front court players will go straight into the starting lineup, and then coaches will pick the reserves: uh, two guards, three front court players, and two wild cards who can be either. Uh, so just for context, um, so. Three frontcourt players from the East, very easy, and they're the top of the voting uh, yeah. totals and fully deserve. Kevin Durant, Yanis, and Joel Embiid. That's quite a tall frontcourt as well, massive. isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely massive. Mountains. Yeah. The thing is, I think, I mean, Joel Embiid's third on this with 3.3 million votes as it stands. I do actually want to talk about him because I think his tear of games over, mm-hmm. say, the last 15 or so mm. probably has been some of the most dominant play during his time at the 76ers. I know, obviously, he's been good, but maybe it's the absence of Simmons. But, you know, for example, over the last 10 games, he's averaging 33.4 points, 10 rebounds. He's shooting 56% from the field. 36% from three. He's a threat. He's now a threat from three, which is great to see. Well, he was before, but he was, yeah, he was around the 32, 33% mark. I had no idea he was shooting 39% from three for the season. That's phenomenal. That's ridiculous. That's really good. And compared to how much people have struggled, he's better than most of the guards who are known as three-point specialists. He's um, become he's become a real weapon from there. Yeah. And his free throw I, I, shooting isn't bad either, of course. 80%. I, and um, I think he's now pretty much, it seems like him and Jokic are now leading favourites for the MVP voting. Of course, Kevin yeah. Durant got the injury. Chris uh, Paul is there, to be fair. Uh, Yanis probably is up there as well, but uh, yeah, uh, I completely agree with you. Yeah, but that's fully deserved. Uh, we talked about Yanis. We've spoken about Yanis a lot, obviously, in our normal podcasts. Yeah. Uh, just a really, really tough player to defend against. Yeah, yeah, fully deserved. I'm not sure deserved. that needs more discussion. No. Now, KD, of course, he's come back. And post-injury, a lot of people were saying he wouldn't be the same. But, I mean, just second, second piece. almost sil- silently, he's become like a silent assassin. You won't, you won't, you'll notice a few of his shots go in, but very smooth. And then suddenly you'll see on the box score and he's 36. He's, he's actually kind of thrown under the radar because yeah. he, in my opinion, if you just looked at his plays, statistics, everything, easily the best player in the league this year because that Brooklyn Nets team really struggled. Like Harden struggled to, at the start of the season. You didn't have Kyrie. They're less deep than they were last year and they were the best team in the East and KD was carrying them like crazy. We'll so, remember yeah. that. Um... 131-129 overtime win against the Raptors. Yeah. It was basically KD and a bunch of yeah. scrubs. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal player. Phenomenal player. Uh, guards, is that as easy? I think there's one, of course, and DeRozan, we are biased, actually. Yeah, yeah, DeRozan yeah, yeah, yeah. fully deserves it. 
And he is dominating those voting totals. 4.1 million. Well, I love to see that, that people yeah, support him. People like respect that. it. Okay, yeah. as soon as he goes to Chicago, people respect it. Yeah, Not yeah. really so much at San, San Antonio, Antonio or yeah, Toronto, yeah. even in Toronto, you know? Yeah. But um, the second spot, I think the second spot is it's, the. It's tough. I mean, probably, uh, have a look at the votes right now. You've kind of got a choice between Trey Young, <laughs> Zach Levine, and James Harden. So, th- this is where an interesting question comes in here. If you're actually trying to build the best possible team, you wouldn't choose Levine because you've got like two, essentially a shooting guard, a shooting forward. But in my opinion, it has to be Levine. Has to be Levine. He's been very, very consistent this year. He, he, in my opinion, he's probably the better player than DeRozan. Overall, wouldn't you say? Better shooter. He, he shoots really well from outside the three-point line. More athletic than DeRozan. DeRozan may be more of a mid-range killer, but no, Levine is probably one of the best shooters in the league. Like, quietly, again. He, he genuinely is. He's, he's ridiculous. I think the thing I'd say DeRozan has over him, playmaking, I think that part of DeMar's game, he, he actually used to get criticised a lot, didn't he, in Toronto? Playmaking, yeah, like a playmaking. Yeah, yeah he would keep his head down, turn the ball over too much, but he really developed that in San Antonio, and I think that's probably his a strong suit. But Levine, I'd say he's pretty much superstar status. He's, for me, he's basically there um i mean yeah averaging 25 points um 41 from three 87 from the free throw line like he's fit what 50 40 90 he's basically on uh, on route to averaging yeah but you're forgetting one thing uh well you mentioned one thing already firstly we want a complete squad we need a point guard here we need a facilitator no, we don't i would rather have someone who averages Maybe up to ten assists a game. Oh wait, we've got a guy there, <laughs> Trey Young, who is delivering this season, and someone who isn't doing it as part of a big three. And but Trey Young's doing it on his own. This, this is where record comes into it, doesn't it? Yeah, but he has DeAndre Hunter. Like, come on. He's got John Collins. He's got as Danilo a big man. Ganinari. He's got I mean, Kevin Herter. Like that team got to what was it? The Eastern Conference Finals last year. Yeah. And look how much they've struggled. And it... it's not because of him. He's averaging twenty-eight points. No, Trey's had ten a, assists a game. Trey's one of the players who hasn't struggled this year after last year among like smaller guards. He's mm. had a very, very good year, but you know what? I think I think Zach Levine's three point percentage wins it. No, I think his shooting I, I, percentage. Surely it's the record, though, right? Yeah, but the Chicago were just damn good this year. In no small part due to Levine. Yeah, but they they have three. They have so many All Star nominations. It's 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 ridiculous. Yes, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's true. I, I think it, that's an agreed to the screen. Interesting, neither of us have said James Harden. No. As a starter. Uh, not as a starter. As yeah. a reserve, deserved, but not a starter. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, over to the West. Let's go very quickly to the West. I mean, yep, yeah, LeBron and Jokic. Can we yeah. agree? Yeah. yeah. But who's the, who's the third for you? Because, of course, these totals have been thrown off a lot by whether it's K-pop, um, collaborations. Uh, that goes for Dame and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Um, and just Lakers bias. I mean, AD and Melo in the top 10. You have Russell in the top And Russ, sorry, Russ in the guard. I mean, yeah, he slipped on the radar. Yeah, there. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. so who are you saying for the third member of the front court? Um, I think, for me, it's an easy decision. Paul George. Paul George, He, he okay. got very recently injured, but yeah. like he has been absolutely carrying them this year. Um, sure, and they haven't got a terrible record. They're almost at 500. They're pretty much where the Lakers are, and yeah. they didn't have, like, they only had George. They yeah, didn't have no, Kawhi, no Kawhi yeah. Um, That's he, fair. He's, he's put up really, really good numbers as well. I'd say Carl, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, record-wise, very, very similar to 
the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is a team that traditionally has struggled for the past couple of years as well. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't. He's hardly got anyone with him in the Timberwolves. I mean, he's got he's got Ant, but that's no, not it. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, but how much is D'Angelo isn't putting up any hardly any numbers? This, this he, year. he actually has struggled this year. Yeah, but um, what I'd say about the Timberwolves, I, they started off very slow. The last like ten fifteen games, they've been on a really hot run, which probably will help. Yeah, they've been on Towns's, a roll. Been on an absolute roll. They, no, they, it'll help Towns' case, but surely, Kamel, this kind of goes against your argument of um, you said you need a point guard. Now you have two what seven footers and LeBron James <laughs> in your front court. So. That works very well. We've seen what Precious and Kem do together. Or, or let's say, well, we can take it back twenty years and say David Robinson and bloody Tim Duncan, but it's not. It's not well, nineteen ninety well, Pel- anymore. Pelicans used to do it with uh, AD and Cousins. And how's that work out? Uh, didn't, <laughs> they they sweep, the didn't, didn't they sweep Portland? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> one of them was injured. Yeah, fine, yeah, fine. Yeah. All right. Let's anyway, move let's on. go. Let's move what to the weird, What weird voting voting totals anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, Steph. I mean, Steph's... Okay, fine. Let's ignore his recent slump. He's had a he, phenomenal... He scrapes year. in there. He scrapes in there. Just about they? scrapes in the stars, of course. Um, now, Yar and Luca are very, very tempting. But I'm also tempted by Chris Paul. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, ESP, I know ESPN put him very high in terms of MB, the MVP current rankings. What? They Chris put him Paul? fifth. Put him fifth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's playing very well. He's playing extremely well. Luca's very tempting just because of his star quality. And we saw drop 41 against the Raptors recently. Yar, of course, is delivering in the clutch now. So Yar's improved a lot compared to last year. Though, oh, yeah. He? Big time. He's, he's um, a candidate. That, that block. I mean, yeah. the, everyone saw yeah. that block. Um, uh, yeah, but who are you putting as your second? I mean, you spot anyone else? I mean, Booker is obviously in there. Uh, I think easily Yarmorant. Memphis, haven't they outperformed your expectations? Yeah, Memphis have been ridiculous. Quite and that is because of Murat. But, but Murat, yeah, because Murat, he's... Yeah. I mean, Stephen Adams actually had played a really big role there. And interestingly, yeah, their trade with uh, Valentunis, uh, people were looking, oh, Valentunis shot 40% the year before. He's like the perfect big man for them. No, Stephen Adams changed that team. But yeah, I think Murat, he's had too many almost spectacular dunks and then just spectacular pace generally I, th- I think you have to especially All-Star you have to think about it as well he's going to bring it All-Star he's going to do some stupidly ridiculous dunk over somebody like you need him there yeah I'm going to go with CP3 still? yeah oh I didn't say you okay. I'm, I'm just going to go okay. with the experience okay. you know and, and interestingly you say over Booker as well over Booker yeah. yeah I think he's been more integral to that to that 31 and 9 winning record okay yeah yeah uh, great, I think that's it. I mean, um, we can talk about a little bit about reserves, but... I, th- I think this is where it gets tasty, though, doesn't it? This is, yeah. I want to start Especially with... from the Toronto I want to start with Toronto, though. Yeah, definitely. Siakam and Van Vliet, I mean, partly, of course, thanks to Balling in the Sixes social media efforts, <laughs> have been pushed up into seventh place. Uh, but yeah, both but in we, we still haven't and, got and a thank you card or anything. No. Uh, but it, I mean, it's got lost in the post, I'm sure. Yeah, Drake and Trudeau just... <laughs> writing it as we speak I guess they, we've done more than them to promote the Raptors so let's see um, in any sense though um, I mean it's hard to see at least not at least one of them making the all-star and here we'll probably we just discuss do. we'll discuss like the the like number of people that need to get in and there's these things called wild cards and because yeah. of these wild cards they could have a chance. it actually means one of two of them will very likely get in, but in my yeah, opinion, it's unlikely both of them will get in. Yeah. So it might be a kind of a Van Vliet versus Siakam situation, but we'll quickly run through yeah. what we mean by that. So you look at guards. So for example, uh, whatever you look at it, uh, DeRozan, Young, Levine, and James Harden, 
will be in the squad. Yeah. Whether they're starters or reserves. D- despite Harden's struggles, he's almost averaging a triple-double as well. And he's on a really winning team. So yeah. he's going to make it. That means Van Vliet is essentially competing against the two ahead of him. That's Lamelo Ball, yeah. who's played well. And Kyrie. Kyrie, of course, will not make any yeah. team. Yeah. No coach yeah. will pick Kyrie. Yeah. He's uh, just below him is Derek Rose. Again, no coach will pick yeah. Derek Rose. Due respect. Garland. That's a big name. That's a different one. That's a different, that's a different gravy. So it might be that Garland versus um, Van Vliet might be what it comes no, down no to. No chance there. of Lamelo, do you think? Oh, Lamelo's getting in. He's oh, sir. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, he's sir. Okay, then that's one of the that's one of the wild, wild cards. cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because they're twenty six and twenty. They've been on a Lamello's run been... in the past like ten yeah, games. Yeah, I well. mean, I think Van Vliet gets in ahead of Lamelo. To be fair, I think if you're looking at a guard, Van Vliet has to. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting discussion, but we'll look at the front court. Yeah, front court. I mean, then it's Siakam competing. Um, Siakam's competing. I mean, Jason Tatum, I would leave. I don't think he's going to make it. Yeah, but he will make it. He, he has to. Will. He, d- he doesn't deserve to, but he will. Yeah, no, he does. In my opinion, he doesn't over Siakam. But, but he will. of course, cause just because of pure numbers, I mean, you get three front court reserve spots. Of course, Tatum, Butler, and Allen are next up, which means Siakam is probably competing with Adibayo, Miles Bridges, and uh, for some reason, Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, and just to say here, like Jarrett Allen, so for some of you, you might think, mm, has he really had a good season? Um, we got up some um, some interesting stats. So he's fourth in the NBA in win shares. And when I told Kamel, wow. slightly, slightly in disbelief, that doesn't sound real. That that's usually that's, that's usually reserved for the absolute superstars of the league, isn't it? Fifth in defensive win shares, and this is probably the most shocking. Seventh in offensive win shares, and he's not known as an offensive player. So, yeah, he's been just unbelievable. He did have a short stretch of games injured um, fairly recently, but I think he's almost a cert for making it, especially with Cleveland's record. Um, I'd say Siakam gets in over Miles Bridges. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, of course, we've talked about Hornets being good. Adebayo, but... I, I, to be fair, Jimmy Butler's been their main guy. And then Tyler yeah. Harrow, we haven't mentioned Tyler Harrow coming off the... Bench, well, he isn't. Man, but... yeah, he's not. He's not top ten in voting. Yeah, which is so... surprising. He's been yeah, averaging like twenty. I mean, you expect him maybe ahead of Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah, or, or Derek Rose at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, move on to the West. Very quickly. Well, very quickly. Yes, the West. yes. Of course. Um, Draymond, I think, makes the the reserves, and I think he deserves it. I think his record, the Warriors' record with him now, within without him, is starkly, starkly different. And I think he makes it alongside Rudy Gobert and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Gobert has to be in there. Oh, yeah. And, um, AD's not going to make it. Paul uh, Wiggins not going to make it. Melo's not going to make it. Wiggins is not going to make it. You really think oh, so? Oh, come on, man. He's been averaging like 20, 21 points a game. <sighs> I'd put him over Draymond. Let's agree to disagree on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. God. Oh, let's just see. Stacked. That's look how stacked Let's just is. see. There's one guy who isn't making it. It's Lillard because of the injury. Yes, so yes, we can yes. cut out Lillard. Yeah, yeah. but he was struggling this year. He, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't I don't think. And I think. Efficient. I think it's maybe one two one year too soon for Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Despite their record. Yeah, um, Luca makes it easily. Luka Clay Clay it. does not make it, of course, just because of. He would be fun though, wouldn't he? He'd he would be, be fun, but I mean, I mean, you have to admit he's underwhelmed a little bit since coming back, and that's fine. That's fine because I know he's been out for two years, <laughs> but he's not right back to his best. Yet. Uh, right, he's only played two or three games. Yeah, in two years. Yeah, I think he shouldn't be there. Fine, fine. We'll give him a shot. Um, Westbrook does not make it. No, I mean he. Uh, I don't want to say anything bad about him. I yeah, think, I mean Doncic has said enough bad stuff about him. Doncic, Booker, and... Mitchell has to. Mitchell absolutely has to. No, get but in. you've got Doncic, Booker, 
And um, so if you look at five, four, top four guards, it'll be Curry, Morant, Doncic, Booker. Booker. Yeah. Then you have to put Chris Paul in as a wild card. Of course you do. So, so maybe I think you pick two guards in the West. You have to use both of yeah, these wild the cards the on the guards because we were saying the front court is a bit it's lacking. Not, it's not that good, yeah. Of the I mean, West. Probably, it's probably the weakest of the four categories for sure, for is sure. the front court of the West. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's it. I mean, that's your all-star roundup. Um, voting is by now, by the time this episode will be released, well over and you'll be looking forward to the all-star game. Let's see who they pick. Let's see who finishes out on top. But overall... I think uh, it's going to be a blast this year. It's going to be a blast. It's very inconsequential, but... Let's hope at least one Toronto Manons makes it. And it'll be post, I think, hopefully all restrictions. As yes, well. so, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, Fans of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll catch you soon. See you, everyone.